With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, you can simply print postage stamps and shipping labels, even when working remotely. Go to pb.com slash TMS and access a special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, an ironic conversation about irony. I don't like to eat bees. A maxi vacation with wings. Jagged little unfortunate coincidence. Tucking all the way down to my calves. I like ketchup with zero to seven flies. The full zip. Take me to the love mound. 69 songs by the magnetic fields. Wow, those two right next to each other. HOAs are mini chinas. Hug, sorry, chug the bear. Does your dog pee taste like strawberry? Yes. Anna, Anya, rather, Taylor Gelfling. I call her Anna, too. Uh, the Vavitch sticks to your gums. Tom's Tech Time. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. We drank the blood of some people, but the people were on drugs. And now I'm a wizard. From his footprint, he looks like a big fella. <laughs> The Morning Stream. Why, oh, why did I take the blue pill? Guten Morgen, everybody. Welcome back to TMS for, excuse me, Wednesday, November 11th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Ibbett. Both of those are true statements. Yes. I agree with everything spoken so far. Happy uh, Veterans Day. Oh, yeah. Happy Veterans, Veterans Day. Out there. Anybody out there wear a uniform or still wears one, uh, you are awesome and we love you and uh, you're great. And I'm glad there's a whole day where you can't go to the bank. So, <laughs> so Wow. Hope. That's a, yes. Hope you weren't expecting any mail today. <laughs> aren't there uh, Aren't there usually like uh, parades and stuff? But I'm assuming there's no like parades and stuff, right? Yeah, there are usually parades um, and there won't be parades because of COVID today. Yes. Okay. But uh, virtual. You... They're doing parades on Zoom. I'm oh, sure somebody figured out a way okay. to do a parade on Zoom. Yeah, because there's nothing a 90 year old, 95 year old World War II veteran will understand more than how to work Zoom. He'll, he'll, it'll be great. <laughs> That's right. Hopefully his great grandkids will help him. But you know, all you uh, vets of all wars, whether they be recent or a long time ago, I hope you have a rad day and uh, people take care of you and bring you cool stuff and, you know, things like that. You deserve it. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, I do need to go to the bank though, so I'm kind of bummed that this holiday's happening. Oh. I just need to get in there to fix an, a discrepancy, and I realized yesterday I was like, "Oh, I'll just do this tomorrow. I got other stuff to do today, mm. and I'll just do it Wednesday." Whoops. And then I yeah. went this morning. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> but uh, but also happy Happy Veterans Day. I don't want to you know yeah, overshadow. Exactly right. <laughs> ah, sucks. But Happy Veterans Day. But it sucks. Yeah, and all you know, all the other countries they have versions of this. I don't know what they're all called. I guess up in. Uh, Canada, it's is it just Remembrance Day? I think Armistice Day. Armistice Day. Thank you Armistice for Day. that clarification. I don't know when that is for you Canadians, but uh, you know what? I say this year, especially, yeah, we're one world and we share this day with all, so we're all veterans or no, we're all loving the veterans. <laughs> Stolen glory, Scott. Stolen glory. <laughs> Let me go ahead and hijack your day and say America is here. <laughs> all right. Um, we got an email I have to read today. Okay. Um, Ooh, all right. It's compulsory. This, this, is that what they say? Compulsory. Feels, well, compulsory would be, yeah. It worries me that you have to read it today. Compulsory. That is the word. Yeah, that's the compulsory, word. Compulsory, yes. 
Mm-hmm. Fiduciary is a different thing. I use that a lot too. Yeah, it's a monetary deal. Yeah. Or is yeah. But it kind of means like you are committed to paying. This is we're committed to reading. So we're gonna read this. Okay. In a All compulsory right. way. Here's what it is. It's another email. Um I just some of these come through and I'm just like, these have to be at the top of the show. And this is one of them. Dear Boris <laughs> and Selinsky. Don't know what the reference is, but sure. Hmm. Okay. Uh, this is Lawrence in Indiana. He says, Scott posted on Twitter about how weird it is that humans eat bee honey. Basically bee vomit. Which is true. I do think it's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's my question. If someone gave you a jar of the greatest honey ever produced, I assume this would be like a verified best honey ever made. Sure. But you knew it had the the ground up carcasses of 12 large honeybees in it. <laughs> would you eat it? I am here for the important questions, says Lawrence in Indiana. <clears throat> so, Brian. Yes. I put, let's pose this to you first of all cuz I already know my answer. <laughs> Would you if they said somebody said, "Look, all the bee experts, all the all the honey experts have weighed in. Uh it is scientifically 100% proven that this is the greatest honey that you'll sure. ever eat, but just so you know, and, and it's invisible to you, you can't really see it, but there are 12 ground up okay. large honeybees in there. Would you would you do Uh it? how large is the jar? Um, if the jar is a little tiny jar and there are 12 ground up carcasses and <laughs> 12 large honeybees in it, then I'd have an issue. But if it's a large jar and there are ground up carcasses of 12 large honeybees. I in love it, this. No, the ratio from uh, the ratio of it's honey to carcass is yeah. much lower on the on this on the bigger jar. Um, you know what? Let, let's just do what we think is like one of those little bear-shaped ones. You know the ones? Okay. Yeah, yeah, little plastic bear ones yeah. that uh, Brad Pitt turned into a bong in True Romance. Sure. Yeah, yes. That's the one. Would would you... Uh... I would. Yes, I would. I would. Okay. I don't think I could no, do it. No issue with that. If someone told me the bees were in it, I don't think I could do it. Like if you said you know, one you bee... Have, you have ketchup. You, well, it's not like you avoid ketchup, right? Right. But that whole fly thing, the, the rule is... Okay, so the FDA rule on that is that up to seven flies mm-hmm. worth of flies can be in your ketchup. But I've always said in my head, I've always gone, well, it's probably one or maybe none this time. Or, you know, you just never know. Gotcha. That's just sure. the rule. So in this case, you're guaranteed 12 large honeybees. <laughs> That's right. It's not going to be up to 12 carcasses. Yeah. It is 12 bee carcasses. 12 guaranteed bee carcasses in your, in your uh, And you know it. That's the thing is, you're going into this not wondering or it's not random or whatever. You absolutely know what you're about to consume has these 12 bees in it. And it's in that, it's in the, it's in that bear and you have to eat the whole bear. Yeah. I don't, uh, Oh, I have to eat the whole bear now. Wait, well, wait, 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 wait. This is the plastic uh, part. Not the plastic part. Just the, the, the well, honey. No, but worth. I have to consume all of the honey in the thing. Oh, that's a good point. Nobody does that. I don't want to do that. I mean, you know, taste it if it's the best honey i've ever had then i'm gonna start putting it on toast mm, you're, the, that's you're, it. you're right you're right okay so to, let's say two pieces of toast <laughs> however you like your toast two pieces of toast slathered, <laughs> two pieces of toast worth yeah slathered in you know bee honey that with bees in it would you do it so many made-up stipulations in this thing <laughs> yes i would totally do it i know for all we know he just wanted us to like taste it but i made up all these other rules <laughs> Uh, I don't think I could do it if I knew it. Really? If you didn't if you tell knew me that there were twelve bees in there, yeah. If you didn't tell me, I think I'd be fine. I just think what bees would be the are number? Really- what if, like, if it was seven bees? Since seven, uh, since up to seven flies is your is your allowable ketchup to fly. Uh, but I got to think they're never at seven. You know. But That's- what if they are? What if? What if somehow that bottle snuck through? 
Okay, and I'll tell you what. Eleven if you flies said, in it. If you said to me, there are up to there could be anywhere between zero and seven bees in your honey, I'd eat it. Sure. If you said there is a guaranteed seven bees in my honey, I wouldn't eat it. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's something yeah. about the gamble part of it that I'm okay with. There's something about the fact that That's it might funny. not have any. And sure. Because it gives you it gives you a um it gives you a place you can rest your mind. You can rest your mind on there being zero flies in that ketchup. Right. Even though there are probably three or four. Right. That's exactly right. And so yeah. next time I eat ketchup, I'll probably think of this again, which is a bummer because I try not to think about it. But yes. <laughs> All right. Well, this is an important question, and I'm glad Lawrence yes. in Indiana asked it. I I would ask this question. I almost forgot, and I didn't put it in the notes, but I almost spaced this. I woke up this morning pretty early, mm-hmm. getting some extra stuff done, and I'm in the bathroom just kind of, you know, looking at my eye. I had a I had a weird eye thing for a bit, and it's fine now. Mm-hmm. Looking at my eye, making sure everything's okay in there, and I notice my left ear, mm-hmm. little uh, little feather sticking out of my left ear. A little feather okay. in there. A little feather? So okay. I pulled it out, and it was a decent... Chicken feather? Duck feather? Uh, I don't know. Like just okay. a little bird feather of some mm-hmm. kind, not a big, you know, like a quill or whatever, but just like yeah. a little, a little feather. I pull it out of my ear and I look at it and I'm like, uh, weird. And um, I put it on Twitter because that's what you do. Uh-huh. And people on Twitter are like, bunch of jokes and dumb ideas. Yeah, oh, you're a chicken. Well, you blood first, and first you have blood on your leg that you can't explain. Now a feather. <laughs> yeah, right. That came yeah. up. So uh, there's a bunch of that. But now I think I figured it out. We have down pillows. I got it. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, if you don't, if you're not using a phone pillow, yeah, then chances are the down pillows. Sometimes those feathers sneak through, and sometimes they can. Yeah, that has to right be it. Ear. That's the mm-hmm. explanation. So the blood yeah. thing, I still have no answer on. The, the yeah. feather in the ear, already solved case. Move on to the next one. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So yes. when something else falls out of me or, you know, whatever, we can... We'll, we'll, just, we'll bring it back up here. It'll yeah, be, we'll discuss be, it here. Yeah, back to, well, this is where yeah. I sort out all my problems is on TMA. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we love that. I think it's a... Uh, it's it's what we look forward to. It's it's the ones where we don't get closure, like right. fart gas, explosive tip, and <gasps> blood on your pants. You mentioned fart gas. I'm so glad you did because... Oh, you saw this floating what? around. Do we have closure? Well, uh, the comedian something Segura. What's his first name? Crap. He's funny. He's on. He's got Netflix specials. Tom. Okay. Tom Segura is his Tom name. Tom Segura. Okay. He uh, has an Instagram account with a decent amount of followers, and he photographed the back of somebody's car. They had a license plate that was the full word "fart gas" on it. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know what okay. to think of that, but I mean, do you think there's a thing I didn't know about, or do you think it's just pure happenstance? Which I, I think it's complete coincidence. Okay. I think somebody was yelling "frog pants." Okay. And uh, uh, dang it! And there just happens to be somebody else who thinks like we do. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought there was like a breaking and is and is willing to spend thirty five bucks a year on a license plate to show it and share it with everybody. Oh, can you imagine spending money for fart gas? That's hilarious. That'd but but great. but yeah, like. I thought we had a break in the case. That, actually. Right. I know a lot of places don't, but I, I thought there was a break in the case. I thought this meant we were mm-hmm. going to mm-hmm. find out yeah. what ultimately this person was saying, but I think really it's a coincidence. I think it's a coinky dinky. Yeah. Yes. Which there are a lot of in this world and some people don't see it that way. I'm tired well, of people thinking like, coincidences uh, mean something mystic. Let's not do that exactly. anymore. Exactly. Yeah. It's just a coincidence, Alanis. Yeah. It's not irony. It's not irony. That ready, That rain on the wedding day. It's just the happenstance coincidence has nothing to the do with irony. Yeah, afraid to fly and it dies in a plane crash. Yeah, well, that's a bummer. Yeah. But uh, not ironic. It's not ironic. It's just a horrible compounded no. sadness. If he was an airline mechanic who worked on that plane, 
Yeah. <laughs> then <laughs> then we'd be talking. Then we're closer to irony. That's right. Yes. Get it straight. Get your ass back to Canada. Think on this a little bit if and come the, back later. If the when Chardonnay you're... came from a winery called the Black Fly Winery, <laughs> then we might be talking irony. This is good. We give it. Well, this is a lesson yeah, in irony. Maybe, this, maybe we fix. Oh my god. Maybe we fix the song. We did. Let's go back. We mean the <laughs> like actually go do the lyrics and redo it, and then we'll have some it's one of like our talented rain listeners on yeah. your wedding day when you're marrying a guy named Rain. It's a free <laughs> ride when you're already there, but you're a big Foghat fan, and Free Ride was playing in the car when they opened the door. It's the good advice that you just didn't take. That's the I can't do anything yeah, with that. I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good yeah we yeah. fixed it we fixed it all these years later <laughs> the jagged pill is less jagged today as a result <laughs> or weird. bitter no yeah it is the jag i got it right this time and i had and i even questioned it it's not bitterest oh it's- yeah it is slow it's slow ride by fog yeah not free ride that's right oh yeah oh my free- gosh in digital tv rain on a wedding day is not a, unexpected does not mean ironic no ever no, no here's here's what ir- irony could be added to it if if um, let, let me think for a second. There's, there's got to be, there's got to be another layer to make it irony, like, uh, unfortunate and coincidence, and plus an extra layer of connection equals irony. Does it make it iron- ironic if, if you chose the place in Arizona to have your wedding specifically That's, because they haven't had rain in three hundred years? Rain. Yeah, three hundred years since the last rain, and it just happens to rain on your day. Is that no? Still not. Still not irony. Doesn't meet um, the rules, does it? No, that's still that's still uh, an unfortunate coincidence. Yeah, <laughs> a really unfortunate one. Um, because yeah. that because that's like okay, uh, you know what I just yeah, how would you make how would you make uh, <laughs> how would you make rain on a wedding day? Well, that's just what I what I just described is what happened in Nerdtacular 2013 when we had the the cave in at the bottom of the canyon. Oh right, yes. It hadn't right. happened in 180 years, and it just so happened to happen on a day we needed people to drive up the canyon. So that, but that's not irony. That's just no, really unfortunate no. time. If they were coming to a rock concert, then we might be talking. Right. And because all the rocks, if it rained, slid down the, if it yeah. rained divorce papers, that would make it ironic. <laughs> if it rained divorce papers, <laughs> well, well done. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. Uh, m- mnemonic Johnny, well done. Despite the fact that your name references a movie Brian walked out of. All right. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, mnemonic Johnny. Oh, uh, I'm walking we, <laughs> out of his. I'm walking out of his comment. That's right. Hey, if we didn't have that though, we wouldn't have this. The jury was a service. We wouldn't have that. That's right. That's right. So and uh, what's the, the the other the other quote that we sometimes play from that is uh, it's Dolph saying something, right? As oh, the uh, preacher is the. Uh, he says, "Oh, he yells it." He says, "Yes." Uh, oh, Dolph Lundgren, what does he say? You guys help me. He says, "Hold sinners, sinners. That's it. Hold that's it. sinners." That's oh my gosh, it. it's yes. been so long. Oh, Here it is. I'll play. Hold it. sinners. There it is. Here we go. I just needed to know what to search for. Taking my shirt off. Yeah, Brian, take. Look, shirt everybody, off. I'm taking my shirt off because it's too hot in the basement right now. Brian, boobs. All right. Oh yeah, and look at that. It's a, uh, it's all tangled up in my my you know my uh, Mr. Rogers cardigan. Of course. Well, here's some music to strip by. Hey, 
you guys check it out. A time for Babel Royale with our good friend and pal, Mr. Brian Dunaway, who answers the phone when we call him there in South Carolina. Hi, Brian. <laughs> That's what I do. Oh, hi, Does Scott. He? And shirtless Brian. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing a shirt. I just took off my outer layer. I live in Colorado. We wear layers here. Mm. Scott yeah, probably does dude. the same thing, but maybe not in South Carolina. Yeah. It's so dangerous to take. Is is did you pull it over your head? No, no, no. It's a zip. It's a, okay, it's good, a full, good, it's a full yeah. zip. It's a full yeah. zip. Yeah, nothing worse than trying to pull out your over layer if it's, a, if it's over the head because then you pull your shirt up and your belly's all hanging right. out. And, right. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because I tuck. I tuck the uh, oh, you tuck an shirt. shirt. Yeah, when I do have an undershirt. But what happens when that fails? And never or are you one of those guys that tucks into the knees? <laughs> I, I have, exactly. I buy my shirts. <laughs> extra long uh, to be to be xl shirts but i have an extra two feet of length on the bottom that i can tuck all the way down to my calves that's perfect now irony would be if you had your if you had surgery to extend your body two feet and then the shirts stop making long shirts that'd be irony <laughs> that would be irony okay. a little more irony yeah we're trying to figure out what irony is but here's one ironic thing i know for sure we have a caller on the line they've been holding very patiently let's find out who this is hi babble royale player who's this Morning. This is Unlucky Raisin. Unlucky Raisin. Oh, unlucky Raisin. <laughs> I hope your name is not prophetic today uh, as we play this game. I think uh, uh, last time lucky it was raisin. Unlucky Raisin. Yes, exactly. Oh, right. That's true. Hey, uh, remind us where you're from. Tampa. Tampa, Florida. Ooh. Yeah, the right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, the, Home of the Devil Rays, now called the Rays, yeah. and the Mons Venus. So yep. the only two things I... And then the Tampa... Tribune, Wait, where I've been. What's the Mons Venus? What is that? That is the place that the people at the Tampa Tribune took me to the night before I did installs at their... Does that mean large <laughs> Venus? Is that what... No, that's grand. I'm no, sorry. No, it means... To be honest, it means love mound is really what Whoa. Mons Venus means. <laughs> All right. Brian, they really and, took uh, you on a tour. better than I could have hoped. Yes. Yeah, and so the people at the Tampa Tribune took me there before the night before, and that is, yes, indeed. So story. when you're taking off your outer layer, make sure you tuck your shirt so no one sees <laughs> Cover up the your month. joy mound. Yeah. <laughs> That's your right, joy exactly. mound. <laughs> All right. Well, There's only uh, two things I know, three things I know about Tampa. Yeah, and that's my favorite one. That you know, um, unlucky raisin. We're gonna <laughs> see if we can win you some prizes today, but we can only do it after Brian explains the rules of this contest. Brian. Well, that's right, Scott. I'm gonna give uh, Scott and Brian a topic. They're gonna go back and forth, giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, it take too long to come up with an answer. The winner will go to the other player. Micro machines. Your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic today. You are playing for the carryover prizes from Monday, courtesy of Racer951Y, Tropico 3, and also from Matthew Bach, Talisman, the digital edition. Uh, we're adding to that stack the fan podcasting complete guide audiobook from Bill Meeks and the game Contagion, which shouldn't feel like anything uh, related <laughs> to life right now at all, period. No. no. Uh, Sure. There's really no connection. Like, how, how many days is, are we going now? How many days do you say? This is just the second day. Yeah. Oh, really? Just day yeah, four things. Well, yeah. That's a big prize package. Mm-hmm. It's a huge package. Yeah, this look at the package on Brian. Yeah. Large love mound. <laughs> <laughs> well uh, are you guys ready for your topic? Yeah. Grand Mon Venus. Go ahead. Uh, all right. <laughs> oh, Whoa, that sounds uh, like a right. Star Wars this character. One, anyway, go ahead. 
This one comes to us from Mr. Belvedere, who uh, you guys mercilessly ripped on his name. I think Scott mercilessly, mercilessly ripped on his name in one of the more recent episodes of Boop. Mm. <laughs> I may have just ripped on the show. It's Might just have a- happened. You were ranting about the show on the yeah. Boop show. So he says, naturally, I have to come up with some form of revenge. Yeah. Um, and this is a good one. I really, really like this. This is uh, the largest open world video game uh um worlds <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. the largest worlds in open world video games so basically you know how they're not not like your uh uh your mario kart for example you've just got this little area that you're that you're running around in right <laughs> but then we've got right. these these other games right you could probably the best way to describe it is open world means you can go anywhere you want anytime with very few gated off things it's literally open world. There you go. So yeah. a good the example of that. Maps, ga- the that largest just, open world maps. I'll give you. An, I'll give you an example maps. of the genre that I know is not the answer, and that'll help. Okay. Um, okay. A game like. Uh, oh, I forgot the name of it now. Uh, Red. Honey, uh, Red, I shrunk the kids. Red, that takes place in a backyard. Red Faction oh, Guerrilla. There Here, there's a good example. Red Faction Guerrilla is a really cool open world game set on Mars, but the but it's not. I know it's not in the top list. So. Right. So that's an example. Okay. You got to go do quests. Oh, you see a thing off to the side. I'll go do a side quest. It's like those kind of games. Okay. Very good. Okay. This also does not include, thank you for asking the chat room, uh, procedural generation uh, maps. So, you know, as big as something like Diablo can get, it's p- procedurally created. So it's not. Very good um, point. No. It has to be crafted and, and built. And now we're in that world. Correct. Okay. Exactly. All right. All right. So I have the top 30 here. Oh, job 30. I compile it from a bunch of different lists and look at their square mileage. Um, and I'll tell you that the smallest one on my list is 15 square miles. 15 square miles. 15 square That's miles. So smallest. if you think of places that are 15 square miles or larger, go with, go with that. Okay. All right. Um, now we got to find oh, yeah. out. Yeah, No Man's Sky definitely does not count. Yes, no. that's a no. great. Oh, it is go, procedural, right? Yeah, it's procedurally yeah. generated. Everything in that. That's <laughs> a very good example of of nope. Yeah, I love the idea though. You could you could say the universe technically is the open part of it, but yeah, everything yeah. in it is procedurally generated. But I'm mm-hmm. I'm grateful we're not including that one. That's probably yes. a bad idea. All right. All right. So, uh, Lucky Raisin, knowing that that is their t- their topic, who do you want to go first, and who do you think is going to win? I think Scott's going to win, and I'll have Brian go first. All right. Okay. Oh, like, look at the steady confidence in his look answer. Look at that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. All right, Brian, go first. It would be a first. fool not to take Scott's knees after neither and say World of Warcraft. <laughs> you would be a fool not to say that one. Indeed. World of Warcraft. Uh, where is it on this list? 80 square miles, putting it at number 15 on this list. Which really sounds small if you think about how big... The mile comparison is always seems small. much bigger. But I guess you're doing a lot of walking near most of it, so that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. the scale is what And there are places you just can't get to. You see that nice little, you know, planet uh, spinning around in... uh, in the little uh, dwarf dude's uh, lair, but you but you can't access all that stuff. I'm glad Brian brought that up because I hadn't considered MMOs in my head. I was thinking more traditional open world, you know, mm-hmm. style games like, for example, I'm trying to decide which one to do first. Let's do GTA 5. 
Oh, that's GTA five, 50 square miles. Okay. Uh, there aren't as many developers as bold and innovative as rockstar games, uh, and, or as engrossing as grand theft auto five, 50 square mile sandbox built using maps of both Los Angeles and Southern California. Yep. And it makes sense. Cause you got to drive a lot, right? That you eat those miles up really quickly. You do. You they do. even meth. Exactly. They even used Bakersfield as a, as a place where Trevor, the meth head came from. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's pretty great. Very good. All right. All right back to you, Brian. I'm thinking Red Dead 2 has to be up there somewhere because, oh my God. It's pretty big. I feel like Red it Dead just goes Redemption on forever. Uh, of course, the prequel to uh, 2010's Red Dead Redemption uh, sees the return of states New Austin and West Elizabeth, along with newcomers mm. New Hanover, Amberino, and Lemoyne. Uh, bringing the game's map size to a grand total of 29 square miles. Oh, it's Nearly four times the size wow. of its predecessors. So there you go. Leave even a little bit of a hint. Don't pick its predecessors. Yeah, don't pick 2010's. Uh... <laughs> don't pick, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, geez. All right. I know. That gives, me, that gives me an idea. That gives me a better idea of why or what range I mean, need to be yes. aiming at. I'm trying to exactly. think of some tricksy ones. Like there's some tricksy. weird mappy, you know, weird comparisons yes i'll go with uh another mmo man i hope i'm not wrong here but i think everquest one is gigantic mm -hmm. at this point let's see it's gotta I be on am there not oh it has I to do be not have everquest on the list but that doesn't mean that just might mean it was not on uh it has um, to be that has to be bigger than even wow like they're they've been around too long and yeah, and that, they've got I, like not, 30 expansions. I never really played that one too much. Is any of that procedurally generated or is it all no, no, just no. hardcore? No, is, you got to understand that game came out in what, 99 or 80? Yeah, um, yeah, so it wouldn't have been. Okay, yeah. according to uh, daybreakgames.com, uh, EverQuest is 298.1 square miles in size. So that would put it at number, that would put it on this list. It would put it at number like. 10 so okay. i'm gonna i'm gonna give it to you i'm gonna insert it into oh, my list here games i'm gonna put this that. right in here gonna oh, insert it right crap. in there into my mons, mons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's nature's Ever pocket brian nature's pocket quest 298 and that's that's you know obviously got to be a little bit fluid with this thing so there you go 298.1 square miles right. okay back to you brian yeah <sighs> I think with enough given given enough time, I probably could think of lots of them. But it just feels like every game that I flip through in my head, I'm like, oh, no, that's procedural. Oh, no, that one's kind of small. Oh, so many games. Good mm -hmm. lord. Mm -hmm. um, I like the grunting part. Yeah. And now I'm forgetting we said some of these things. I'm going through so many games. Wow, we've only given three answers, and you're five I know, answers. And I can't. I'm like. <laughs> Something that's procedural, though. But the one before that wasn't. Fallout 4. Fallout 4, you four. say. Mm. Uh, the outdoor wasteland area is nearly four square miles. <laughs> but that's not the only part of the game that should be considered for square mileage because of how many inside and underground areas are also included also there are a couple of dlc packs that expanded the overall gaming area to reach almost I feel like i got 40, away with that one 43 square miles okay but the, but the outdoor so area is only five miles square miles that's crazy to me yeah okay well then i know my next one's right 
Uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas was huge. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Again, it's weird that that is not on my list, but let me let me do a little oh, search I here. I guarantee that thing's bigger. It's bigger. It's got it's got to be bigger. That game was so that was one of the reasons they dialed back with the subsequent games. 14 was, square miles. That's it? That's it. <gasps> so wait, is that under the thing? Square miles, and that is under my bottom one, which is 15 <gasps> square miles. Shit! All right, so hold on a second. Why are you going something safe? Do we want to uh, do we want to allow mulligans in this game? Because I have a lot left here, and I feel like this is. Oh fun. my god, there's so many. That's what I'm. That's what All I'm right, afraid well, of. Brian gets like, to choose. Are we doing a mulligan or nay? You get to choose. Oh yeah, of course. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to stop All the right. game. If All right, I can Brian gets a mulligan as well. Have, I at least have one more, but now I, I can't remember whether you've already said it or not. But I, but then I started to think about what you said. The sure. Grand Theft Auto. Right. I think I'm going to go with Skyrim. I don't think you said that, did you? What? I don't know. Did don't somebody know, did say it? Oh wait, it's still Scott's turn though, isn't it? If I give him Mulligan, oh yes, he has to. He has to come up with an answer right away. Skyrim. <laughs> uh, Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim is considered as one of the best open world games of all time, and has only gotten better over the uh, over time with the advantage of mods and numerous re-releases. Um, made up of nine separate regions, Skyrim's open world is overflowing with secret caves and dungeons, housing both untold treasures and deadly foes, putting it at fifteen. Square miles. Whoa. It is the lowest Ooh. one on my list. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. So, <laughs> so always Ooh, go I'm, bigger. Always go bigger I'm, than Skyrim. Oh my gosh, go bigger than Skyrim or go home, as the old phrase exactly. says. Oh god, now I'm afraid because I thought I was going to do a tip for tat. I thought I was going to say Skyrim. This guy was going to come back with Oblivion, and ooh, yeah, right. I'm going to ooh, <laughs> I know. but now that you said the other. But no, Oblivion was a little bit bigger. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't have any other. I don't have any other guesses anyway. So why not? Elder Scrolls Four. There would be the Oblivion. So you're thinking Oblivion was a little bit bigger? I don't know. <laughs> but Oblivion, it's the only answer in my head. Oblivion is a little bit bigger. What? With Skyrim oh being God. 15 miles, Oblivion is 16 square miles. So what? It's number number two on the list. Wow, that blows number my two mind. From the bottom. On the bottom, yeah, right. Like oh second. Those God. are the two. Those are the two smallest ones on my list. That's really shocking to me. I can't believe that one got it. Okay, um, <laughs> this is fun. It's got to be like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was huge. I just played it too. So I'm gonna say 2018's uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Odyssey. has to be on this okay. list. Going with Odyssey. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> 91 square miles. Holy stikies. I thought I got away with one. <laughs> it's a big effing game. Yep, and I can't say, I'm not saying anything else. <laughs> yeah, probably can't say much else about that at the moment. Yep. I'm going to fall back to... Uh, God, <laughs> this is the worst. I oh played all these games we've mentioned, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yep, which is kind of gross. I love open. Why is that games. gross? It's just You've my it's my played. favorite genre. I'll admit it. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love mm -hmm. it. I think it's my favorite. It's the one genre I, I I'm happy to jump to anytime there's something new out. I just love it. 
no matter what it is, whatever the theme is, I'm in. Right. <laughs> See, some of the games I'm like, oh, that's kind of open world, but then you're like, you really can't go. Right. All right. Because I keep with the with the cars, you know, like Grand Theft, you can really just get out there. But, I, mm-hmm. but then I was thinking like stuff like Need for Speed, and like, no, you can't really go anywhere. The track is huge, but depends on. Well, never mind. What's what's that? What's that? Nothing. Nothing. What did you what did you what you say? What you? Nothing at all. Nothing. It's like nothing at all. I'm desperate right now. I'll take anything. Um, let's see. Um, gonna go with. I know I'm forgetting something. Just got to be some things. Can be clearly you're forgetting all the other ones on this list. Yeah. How about we had mentioned World of Warcraft? How about Guild Wars? Two. Guild Wars. Oh, I'm glad you said two, because no way one's as big. Guild Wars two. Mm. Not on my list. Uh, well, it's just a mulligan um, if he's wrong, but is check it, because I think that one yep, might I'm be. I'm checking right. it. I'm checking it. Guild Wars two world map size is okay. Well, this says nineteen thousand sixty-five square miles. I win. Is I win the true? entire game. Uh, that, <laughs> that can't be right. So it's not, yes, it's not I've bigger. A, it can't be bigger in. than Warcraft yeah, I, in, sh- in sheer size. There's no way. I can't. I win. Do I, I have win? To allow it. I have to allow it. All right. Uh, Guild Wars 2. I'm putting wow. it. Wow. You don't yeah, win I for having that the was, most miles. that be that big? Okay. Uh, man, this is... All right. <laughs> trying to be careful here. Assassin's Creed Origins has to be on the list because it wasn't that much smaller than Odyssey. It's true. It wasn't that much smaller. Than oh, Odyssey. No. Oh, Maybe it was bigger. I don't know. It was actually smaller, yeah. Oh, okay. uh, yes, uh, despite how um, immersive Assassin's Creed Origins depiction of ancient Egypt may feel, you may be surprised to learn that it is 32 square miles. Okay, that's substantially uh, that, smaller that than that you'll see as you fulfill your role as a Medjay. From like, the Oasis in Falium to the treasure-filled sands of the Black Desert, each region strikes a careful balance between historical accuracy and interesting world design. A fun side note, uh, Bayek, the main character you play in that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the the voice actor there is the live-action live actor for the guy that plays Father, uh, the android on uh, uh, Raised by Wolves. And he's fantastic, oh, really? that guy. Yep, love that oh. dude. He's also a dude in World of Warcraft during the BFA troll stuff, and I forgot his name, uh, the character, but it's he's just a he's great. And I'm telling you, pound for pound, I freaking loved Origins. It was so good. I loved it. Cool. I'm playing the new one, and I really like it too, but I think I like it because it's so much like Origins. But anyway. I haven't played it. It's been a while since I've played one uh, an Assassin's Creed game, so I wouldn't mind getting back to this. I do love the... Love the stealth aspects of it. Yeah, it's very good. As a guy who enjoys playing a rogue in World of Warcraft, I do enjoy a good stealthy game. Sure. All right. I love this new one then because it's very, they're back to more stealth than usual. Oh, good. good. Okay, cool. Anyway. All right, Brian. All right. My God. (laughs) (laughs) This is a good one. This is one of my favorites that we've done. Every every time I go, I, I got it. I got it. I go, no, no, that's not open world. Belvedere yeah. oh, sent me like six of them, and and I was like, oh, this one's way too hard. Oh, this one's way too hard. They're never going to get this one. Oh, this one's perfect. Yeah. Proceed yeah. regeneration. Oh, my God. I, I can't think of anything. I am like totally blanking over here. All I can think is like Motocross Madness was like the first <laughs> game that I, I played that was open world, and it seemed like it was huge. As a matter of fact, you would go to the edge 
of, of nowhere. You can just go forever and it, it just knock you way back, just all the way back to the middle of the screen. It's like a big giant boom. Is that your answer then? Microsoft Motocross. Madness. I guess so. I'm I I really You got I a just, mulligan I'm coming, struggling so over here. You got a That's mulligan. That's true, you do have a mulligan, so uh <laughs> <laughs> motocross madness world size old school game on the map size i mean has anybody measured that thing i mean what yeah, was it like 20 i don't see 2002 or something I yeah i was in the 90s that motocross madness was all i can find is that yeah when you reach the edge of the map it just bounces you back to the middle Boom. so um it does not i cannot find anything that shows how big that one is so give me another answer yeah. oh. you use your mulligan Use your mulligan. Uh, Motocross Madness 2. Where no, <laughs> right. am I? Yeah. Or, <laughs> finally got bigger. Oh my god, we already said already did the Elder Scrolls games. Oh my god, I don't know. I'm just drawing a blank. Wow. Uh uh All that all, all I've been playing lately is like Legend of Zelda. How about Legend of Zelda? Not the not the smaller ones, they all have small maps. How about the Breath of the Wild? That's open world. Oh, okay. Breath of the Wild. Oh, Breath crap. Wild. Why do you sound so sad? <laughs> At 29 square miles, exploring each of the 15 That's different good. regions of makeup Hyrule is an undertaking within itself that can take upwards of 200 hours to complete. Well done. Well done. Nice, or if you're a speedrunner, nice 45 pull out minutes. Of your butt. Yeah. The speed run on that thing is like 45 minutes, by the way. I don't, <laughs> is it really? Speedrunners, wow, blow, they blow my mind. Yeah, I don't know how they do yeah. that. Some of them are cheating. They're not cheating, but they're using glitches. Um, but some of yeah, those oh, runs that's are right. legit. Like Skyrim, I'm, I think God, the, I the legit run through Skyrim with using no cheats is like an hour. And I've got like, <laughs> I spent 300 hours in that damn game. Um, Jeez, I, yeah, I'm going to say, uh, Brian kept dancing around it. So I'm just going to say he kept trying to want to do a racing game. But I think there is a racing game on this list. And I'm going to say, and I also just installed it because I want to get it ready for my Xbox Series X. The uh, game is Horizon Zero Dawn. No, sorry. Horizon. Oh, I didn't think about Forza those. Horizon 4. There we go. Forza Horizon 4. Forza Horizon 4. Has to Za. be. Has to be. Za Horizon 4. Za. Yeah. Za. Yeah. Yeah. It is not on my list, but let me take a look here. Forza Horizon. Oh, let me take a look. Go to the, go to the, what do they say? We got to go to let's the, go to the tape. We tape. go to the tape. Yeah. Go to the tape. Uh, let's see. So this person on Reddit calculated the map size of Forza Horizon 4 and they ended up with 23, I'm sorry, 27.59 miles. So I'm giving it to you. 27.59 miles. Okay. It had to be at least that because it's big. And you can, and the thing about it is you can drive anywhere. It's not just roads. So you can just drive anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. 27.5. I'm going to give you that. Cool. All right. All right. All Scott, right. back to Brian. All right. I'm going to go with Death Stranding. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, if you haven't noticed, I'm just going with games I've played this past year right. at this point. Grasping at straws. All right. Let's put this game out of its misery. Oh. How big? I would have thought that's a good answer. What, how big is it? I know because it's a walking simulator, essentially. Oh, you know I mean, you, right. There's lots of walking. Yeah, so that's much. That's true. Let me, let me take a look here because I did... Uh, just to make uh, sure. Death Stranding world map size, uh, 846 kilo- square kilometers. Oh, what well, that, that seems like uh, a lot. That's plenty of miles. Yeah, what is... Um, oh, here we go. Does this turn it, convert it to miles? <laughs> Space point. Oh, it's definitely more than 20 miles. I would think so. Yeah, <laughs> kilometer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we're. I think we're well in that space. You got that right. All right. Yeah, we'll give it to you. Death yeah, Stranding. It's a big world. 326 square miles. Okay. Okay. All right. 2.2 to, to calculate. Okay. Death Stranding, we're giving it to you. Okay. And this game is still alive. Yeah, oh we're my still God. in it. We're still in it. Um, they tried to kill it. We brought it back. Let's go. <laughs> let's go back to Skyrim, or not Skyrim, Elder Scrolls for a second and say the Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, can you do th- can you? Oh, yeah, well, you did. You wow, do. we did uh, EverQuest. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. I was thinking, is it? That's an open world MMO. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, that should be a good answer. I'm going to do the good answer. Yeah. I'm We're really making Brian do the. Brian has to Google the hell out of this contest every time we do it. <laughs> because uh, not listed in this one, it's got to be, though. Yeah, 400. 400 uh, square kilometers. So, yes, we're giving that one to okay. you as well. All right. Excellent. Brian. God, everything else I've played this past year. <laughs> this list is faulty. Faulty. The list is just not complete because it's not thinking of all of the. That's exactly yeah. yes. Which is hard to do. Fallout, Fallout seventy six. Fallout seventy six. Like I said, I'm just going down the games I for the last four games. I've just been the games I've been playing this the year. The game's a lot well, improved, by the way. It's better than it used to be. Bound to annoy many Fallout fans, Fallout seventy six happens to feature. The largest map of any game in the oh series at God. 16 square miles. Wow. <laughs> Technically, because we figured out Fallout 4 is larger because of all the underground stuff, but Fallout right. 76 is uh, 16 uh, surface square miles. So, yes, you yeah. get that. And that game's all about <laughs> the surface, for sure. Still in it. All right. All right. I'm going to say one that may be controversial, but I'm going to try Uh-oh. it. EVE Online. Oh, it's not procedurally generated stuff. Space. It is open world. Yeah, and it <laughs> is be, I mean, huge. It's hard to it's hard to uh, disagree with Eve Online. All right, giving Eve Online because literally light years. The fact of that you've got planets in there, <laughs> right? It's Since you got the space. planets, I suppose. Yeah. Yes, three hundred thousand square kilometers. So yes. Okay. DC Universe Online. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, when, when I actually read the list of games, you know, from this this yeah. millennium, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, DC Universe Online. They just had a new expansion. They're still going. They are still. Are they really? Oh it's yeah. Still playable. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Like they just had a new expansion. It's, that's people love that game. Those, I have the, not those seen. that love it. <laughs> How big is the game? Worldwide is not file size. Here we go. This one maybe has an answer. Uh, I am not finding the answer easily. Oh. So oh. let's just let's just let's say. Just call. Yeah, <laughs> okay, give me one more guess. I have one more guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me one more uh, guess. The new Assassin's Creed, uh, the one I'm playing now, the new one, the uh, the, the uh, uh, Ra- Valhalla. Uh, Valhalla has got to be on there. It's not on the list, but I but I bet this list is older than Valhalla. So yeah, the word is it's would, somewhere between Origins and and uh, Odyssey. It's like nestled in there in the middle somewhere. So all right, so we would give the 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 caller gets the prize. I was almost I was almost <laughs> relieved we couldn't think of anything else. I hate to just like not guess something and give my best effort. But I was yeah. just like, oh god, just let this end. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let me give you let me give you everything else we've got. Uh, Player unknowns battleground twenty five square oh, miles. Really? Assassin's Creed Rogue twenty seven miles okay. square miles. Far Cry 2, 31 square miles. Dragon Age Inquisition, 45 square miles. Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, 55 square miles. 
Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, 84 Witcher square 3. miles. Witcher 3! I played that this past year, too. Days, Z with a Z, 87 square miles. Arma 3, 103 square miles. Operation Flashpoint Dragon Rising, 135. Xenoblade Chronicles X, 154 square miles. Ghost Recon Wildlands, uh, 170.2 oh! square miles. JK Grammar's Bur- going to be mad at me for not saying any of those games. Mm, Burnout okay. Paradise, 200 square miles. True mm, Crimes, Streets of the LA, game. 240 square miles. Just Cause 3, 400 square miles. Mm. Test Drive Unlimited, 618 square miles. Final Fantasy uh, 15, 700 square miles. The Crew, wow. 1,900 square miles. And the number one, one, uh, the number one, one on this list is Fuel. At 5,600 really? square miles. You had to be some race it's, games out there. It's a racing game that currently holds the title for largest map in a video game, clocking at a whopping 5,600 square miles. Most impressive is the fact that while free in free roaming mode, the game's entire map can be explored without triggering any loading screens, assuming you don't crash. When, oh. when, uh, See, what obviously, was, none of these people ever thought of space games, apparently. What's the so, release yeah. date on that game? Just curious. Uh, 2009. Oh, that's impressive. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. I had that in my library, but I haven't played it. Wow. Uh, I've never even heard of it until just now. Uh, yeah. Well, awesome. You know what that means? It means this. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, you're a lucky raisin today. How does that feel? Great. I'm glad I could take <laughs> Are you back. still there? That was the biggest <laughs> emotional <laughs> roller coaster. Yeah, it is, it is one. I, you may have been involved with one of my favorite back and forths we've ever had on the show. So uh, I think that's also a bonus prize. But the prizes you're going to get, you just got to email Brian for coverville at gmail.com. And he will hook you up. May all your raisins be as lucky as you were today. We'll see you next time. There you go. And yes, people are throwing in names like uh, Asheron's Call and Daggerfall. I would have looked those up had they said either one of those. They would have gotten credit for them. I'm going by with a list that uh, that I compiled from two separate lists. That both claim to be the largest the open de facto. world. Yeah, but you know what? If Dagger, there's no way Dagger Falls on there if Oblivion and Skyrim are barely on there. Dagger Falls. Well, Dagger Fall, uh, Tally Zarell is saying 80,823.15 square miles. No. Wow. How can that be? That's the that's Elder Scrolls 2. That's right? that. No way. No way that can be that big. Oh, yeah, and Valhalla, 87.5 square miles. Yeah, I was pretty sure that this list was just older than, than Valhalla. How, how about this one? Uh, never mind. That just puts us down a road of then under, knowing that there are 800 <laughs> others. There's so many big things that this list just doesn't have, so it's fine. There are, yep. Did you say GTA 4 was on there? I can't remember. Uh, no, GTA. No, really? Uh, was G- uh, I'm sorry, GTA I 4. I must have said GTA 4 then. Um... If it's not, I wouldn't be or surprised. GTA 5. GTA 5 was. Yeah, 4, okay. I don't know if it would be because it's just the city. It's like Manhattan-ish. Oh, that's true. So maybe that's all, um, you know, in a, in a certain square, smaller square. square. Yeah, it does not. Oh, uh, nope. It just lists 5. Okay. I think 4 is probably smaller, if I had to guess. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't mean it's less of a game. It's just got more, con- it's more dense. So. Anyway, uh, well done, Brian. <laughs> Throw that away and never use it again. I uh, never want to see that again. Uh, Dunaway, you, 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 you did it. You did it. You did your best is what you did. And so did I. I did do my best. Yeah, and we both used mulligans, and so that made me feel better about using mine. Um, mm-hmm. uh, because once we both use a mulligan, then, you know. I don't know. I don't, yeah, then I don't it feel like I stole the a little bit more fair. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, we uh, love having you on. And of course, this weekend. Oh, so we got We haven't heard back from Randy, have we? Did I? I screwed up film sack because I got my dates wrong as to when I'm going to be gone or not. And uh, well, I don't know if he's answered back whether he's uh, down for recording. So 
Uh, we may have a Down film sack this clown. weekend. Don't know. We'll find out. We'll find uh, out. Brian Dunaway, do you have anything else you want to say before I kick you out? Uh, yeah, man. Um, I, you know, just, uh, yeah, I have nothing. <laughs> Check him out. He streams on Thursdays. He's still doing that this week? Streaming? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thursday, I'll be doing, I'll be going back to uh, the Graveyard Keeper. So I'm doing oh, that run through. I'm going to come watch that because I want to see how yeah, you're doing. In game there. of Crone. I get really hung up in that game. So I'm curious how you're, how you're doing. Uh, it's Brian Dunaway, everybody. The Brian Dunaway on Twitter. Bye. Brian, we have time for one news story. Oh, good. That's true. Since we don't have the music in here, we can. We yeah, can jam we can some. Totally squeeze this in. So here goes that. Real quick, we have some news, and it's brought to you by unknowingly spilling your day-old Zevia on your Han Solo and Carbonite rug, only to blame it on the dog later. Yep, I thought the dog <laughs> peed on his face, but it was actually a can of Zevia. Why does this over. taste like strawberry? <laughs> Well, that's how I found out. I smelled it, and then I noticed this can rolled over here, and I went, oh, it's that. It's the freaking sorry, Rainer. I'm, like, apologizing to my dog. But we washed it. Han Solo's never looked better. He's sitting right there now. All good. No stain on his face. Anyway, a quick story here. Scientists have 3D printed a microscopic Star Trek spaceship that can move by itself. Ooh. Oh, nice. Ooh. There's a photo of this. What is uh, the voyages of the Starship Enterprise? <laughs> Captain's log. We just ran it. <laughs> uh, it looks like the it looks like Voyager, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's true, it does. Yep, it's totally the Voyager design. I put this up on the screen oh, for the really chat. Oh, that's really funny. And it's uh, microscopic. Uh, basically, physicists have 3D printed a microscopic version of the Voyager from Star Trek. The tiny Intrepid class starship is only five micrometers long. That's equivalent to 0.005 millimeters. So microscopic in every way. Uh, sure. It was made by researchers at Leiden University who have been printing a range of micro swimmers, which are very small objects that can move through liquids. Um, uh, the way these micro swimmers pass through liquid is via chemical reactions. The uh, platinum coating on each of the objects reacts to a hydrogen peroxide solution, and the resulting force propels them through the substance. Some swimmers the power can- of force com- propels you! <laughs> the power of force propels you! <laughs> wow, that's like, he was here. Thank you. He hasn't even died Thank now. You. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The sum swimmers can be propelled by an external magnetic field. This is how I got my wife pregnant, by the way. Just kidding. <laughs> With an external magnetic field? Yeah, that's how I got my swimmers did you just in play, there. Did you just play 100 songs about love or 69 songs about love by the magnetic fields? <laughs> yeah, that's how I did it. Uh, it says, however, this is not practical in many applications which require the particles to be autonomous themselves. Anyway, pretty cool. I love science. In a year that's just full of bullshittery, it's nice to read people are making something rad for no reason or you know for just because just for the sake of science it's like look what we can right exactly it's like well we have to make something like this anyway i know let's just make it look like a starship enterprise i'm all in on their yep on their plan okay uh that'll be the news for today tomorrow we got other stuff we'll catch up on so don't worry about that in the meantime we gotta play a song and take a break and bring tom merritt in here before all that brian does have that song will you tell me what it is please I do. This is uh, we're going to Denver. We're just going a few miles down the road from me to Denver to a guy named Rob Drabkin. Um, here's what's really cool. Uh, the, the video for this song needs to be seen. If you if you like the song, yeah, you'll like the song, right? But if you if you really like the song, if you really want to like the song, you need to watch the video because this guy does a dead on Bob Ross Joy of Painting um, episode for the video. Mm. 
It's, it awesome. is brilliant. Um, listen, at, at, a, at a time when much of the world is divided, the Denver-based singer-songwriter believes that love will bring us together. Um, this is, uh, like I said, um, Rob Drabkin. His brand new album um, and this song were produced by Ship Goodman and Aaron Aceta, who also produce American Authors, Rob Thomas, Mandy Moore. And uh, this is just a sweet, sweet, cool pop song. I love it. Here is the song Let Out the Love by Rob Drabkin. Pitney Bowes, our good pals at Pitney Bowes, been with us for a long time, really like these guys. With Pitney Bowes and SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, you can simply print your postage stamps and shipping labels, even when you're working remotely. There's a lot of that going on right now. For as low as $4.99 a month, you'll have access to discounts up to 40%. That's off of USPS priority mail and now up to 62% off UPS daily rates. Plus, for being a Morning Stream listener, you receive a 30-day free trial to get started and a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you're never going to overpay. 
print shipping labels and stamps whenever you need. And saving that money, I mean, holy, holy heck, 62% off UPS second day air services. That's just, that's, that's amazing. Schedule package pickups, track shipments from departure to arrival and save five cents on every first class letter and up to 40% off USPS priority mail. Again, starting at $4.99 a month, that's $4.99 a month. You can calculate that exact postage online, get access to the mobile app to ship and track packages on the go, print right from your PC, and avoid the post office. Go to pb.com slash TMS to access this special offer for the free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience your savings in your shipping costs with a free trial of SimPro online from Pitney Bowes. It's a big bloody stupid hat with a big bloody stupid curse on it. And every time you wear it, something bloody stupid terrible happens. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The Morning Stream. No, you better don't. Good to be more specific about how funny looking. Uh, I watched Fargo, as you can tell. I was into it. I can tell, yes. Captured a few clips from it as a result. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Welcome Welcome back to the show. Uh, We're going to pull in Tom Merritt and uh, see how he's doing on this fine Veterans Day. Talk about the headlines he's collecting for the Daily Tech News show, uh, show headlines that he does each Wednesday morning. And that'll happen now, right after. I play this little thing. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. As usual, the man we have chosen for this task is Tom Merritt, who comes on here on Wednesdays and talks about the tech headlines of the day, which I love doing. And today's no different. Despite the fact that there's no DTNS today, you're doing a... No Daily Tech News Show today. Veterans Day in the United States. That's right. uh, DTNS policy is to take all the holidays off to give us a chance to recharge. That's a great idea. We should do that more here on TMS. I don't know why we don't. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we're uh, we're stoked to have you here because you still have to get headlines together, and um, there's no day that goes by where you're not at least got your ear to the tech wall. So, what oh yeah, th- I just uh, I just published the daily tech headlines for today. As a matter of fact, obviously Apple's new laptops were part of that, but also China cracking down on big tech. Oh, uh, does mm. it tell me how, what kind of crackdown? Like in a in a it, not that you have to be brief, but you know what's the nutshell okay. of what they did? Yeah, the the basics to understand the story are. Uh, a, today, which is actually yesterday in China because of the way the time zones work, uh, November 11th is Singles Day, the biggest online shopping day in the world. Uh, here in the U.S., we provincially like to think of Amazon or Black Friday or something like that, Prime Day. Uh, Black Friday is nothing compared to Singles Day. Yeah. Uh, Singles Day is biggest in China, but it's, it's also big in a lot of other countries around the world, particularly in Asia. Uh, and it's all about online shopping. It's all about live streams and showing off products. And like Taylor Swift has performed during Singles Day to promote things. Uh, And the day before Singles Day, China's State Administration for Market Regulation uh, put out a draft saying, yeah, uh, we're going to prohibit pricing below cost. We're going to prohibit inflating prices. We're going to prohibit using algorithms to charge different prices to different customers for the same thing. Uh, Penalties for abuse of your market position. Just a shot across the bow of Alibaba, Tao Tao, all all the big tech companies who all make a lot of their money for the year 
on Singles Day. And this comes a week after Ant Group, which is one of the biggest uh, financial tech companies in the world, had to cancel their IPO because China regulators came in and said, you know what, uh, we're changing how we regulate you. And and Ant Group had to back off and say, like, actually, all of our projections are now wrong because they're changing how they regulate us. We're no longer regulated as a tech company. We're regulated as a financial company. Uh, China really, the government seems to be cracking down on the power of big tech, which may sound familiar to users in the places called Europe and the United States. Yeah, I was going to say there's some similarities there, but it does seem like it's awful. The, their, their approach seems awful sudden, like just before Singles Day. Like that seemed a little rough. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a message. Yeah, <laughs> that is a that is a clear message of uh, we we don't care how much money you make. Uh, we are going to crack down on you. We're going to make you behave. That, yeah. that is a, a very pushy way of doing it for sure and there's no like legislative process that they're just now, gonna... no, no 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 the rules aren't in place this is a draft ah. this is a draft of the rules they are seeking uh comments about it so it didn't change the rules for singles day okay uh the, this is just a regulation that they are now seeking uh feedback on and then it'll go through i mean just like we do with the fcc where you know we put out a notice for proposed rulemaking and then everybody gets to comment then the fcc board votes on whether to adopt it or change it. Uh, same process, basically, uh, just with China's state administration for market regulation. Slight ch- tangent here, but I've decided that um, HOAs, homeowners associations, are basically mini Chinas. They uh, they work the same exact way. They send warnings. The rules aren't approved yet, but it upends what your plans well, were. Well, that's also the way all of our regulatory agencies <laughs> work in the United States. So uh, you could call them mini Chinas. That's not wrong, but that's also mini Europe, mini US, mini government everywhere. Yeah, but I'm going to next time they say to me, hey, I'm sorry, but we've changed it. So your fence has to be uh, dark green, forest green instead of the white we approved last year. I'm going to say whatever mini China and hang up the phone. That's how I'm going to do sure it. Sure, that'll help. Yeah. yeah. Well, well. Now, here's here's my, here's my question on your tangent, which yeah. is totally relevant, but I'm fascinated. Uh, do they just tell you that that's now the new rule, or do they send you a notice saying we are going to change this rule? We want your feedback, and then they ignore your feedback. Um. Hmm. I, I think it's a little from A and B there, because sometimes they have done a thing where it's just like, wait, what? Today suddenly this is the thing, and then other okay. times it's like yeah. there's a public meeting. You're invited. Although that's, it's a COVID year. That's more mini North Korea when uh, they do that. I gotcha. Uh, when when they give you a notice and ask for your feedback and then ignore it, that's mini FCC. Yeah, that's true. I don't like mini FCC. <laughs> I don't like mini any of these things. All right, I well, don't like. <laughs> do we know why the why is it called mini mini China? Would be when you go outside and talk to a neighbor about how you don't like that new rule about your fence, and then you disappear. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that. You're right. <laughs> Or I go stand in front of a huge uh, uh, truck out on the road. So let yeah. me let me ask you this: uh, Does this does this sort of thing? Um, I mean, it doesn't affect how those companies work internationally, or, or does it? Like, if I want to go buy some I stuff mean, on Alibaba, it, that it, day. it won't directly, right? right. Alibaba's uh, you know uh, uh, operation in the United States, uh, which the name's escaping me. It's Ali something. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's it's not going to have to change. But you know how these things work. Whenever you have to change a lot of stuff for one market, a lot of times you end up changing it for other markets just because it has downstream effects or it's easier to just change it everywhere, et cetera. So it'll have that kind of effect. Interesting. Um, The other thing I wanted to ask, have you gotten much feedback on the Daily Tech News Show in regards to 
uh, any people in the in the market for a new Mac looking at these new ARM based Macs. Um, like, are you seeing any kind of like anecdotal like, oh yeah, totally, this is what I've been waiting for. Finally, I can upgrade, and I've been waiting for these silicon chips forever, and and now it's time. You've been hearing much of that? Like, no, it, yeah, I haven't. Yeah, but I also don't mm-hmm. know if I've been listening in the right areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I because because review, I think review units probably aren't out yet, are they? No, no they're, they're not beta units, but exactly. Uh, yeah. And and benchmarks aren't out. Uh, it's all Apple's claims, and the claims are better battery life, uh, more power, uh, more power at better power efficiency. So these these are these are you know workhorse eight core uh, chips mm-hmm. that you know say save on on the amount of time that or, or give you more time to use on your battery. Right. Uh, that's the kind of thing that doesn't really go. Somebody says, "Gosh, that's the thing I've been waiting for." Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's the kind of thing that you have to see in use and see proven, and then folks go, "Wow, yeah, though no, that looks pretty great." And now I can get a MacBook Air instead of a MacBook Pro because. It's got the the power I need. I, all I needed to do was Lightroom, and and Lightroom works great on the new M1 MacBook Air, which is one of the things Apple promised. So if that turns out to be true, I, I would expect to see things like that anecdotally start to come out. Uh, these aren't the kinds of features that make everybody go. Finally, they they got rid of the keyboard backlight key on the MacBook Air, um, <laughs> which, is, which they did, by yeah. the way. Oh, yeah, did I mean, they really? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you're kind of sneaking in a, a feature you'd like to see changed, for sure, when you say uh, d- Keyboard backlight key and launchpad keys are gone on the MacBook Air, replaced by do not disturb dictation and spotlight keys. Oh. Oh. Dictation. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Interesting. Yeah. Well, all right. I'm, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm basically like Apple toward the end of that conversation, which was, this is the tip of our two-year transition. Yeah. So, just remember that this is like not going to be fast, and it's well, maybe two years is fast, but still, if you're you know if you're on the fence, maybe stay on the fence for a bit. Is my advice, unless you really this, have a this reason. This was necessary for them to do as a stream because they're introducing the new chip, and everybody has questions and they wanted to answer those questions. Right. If it had not been the new chip, this would have been a press release. We got new MacBook Airs, new MacBook Pros, right. you know, like the new new Mac Mini. Here are the specs. Uh, so I think. The expectation is, oh, Apple did a live stream. It must be huge. And it's huge because it's a new architecture. It's not huge because of the features that they added. It's not revolutionary in the features. It's just a way better processor from the looks of it. And like you say, my recommendation is give them some time to work out the kinks. Uh, you know, when they switched to Intel, it took a year or two for, for all the software to really catch up. Now it's fine. Uh, it'll be the same with the M1. It'll take a year or two for all the software to really make the transition over to the new architecture, and then it'll be fine. The entire event was worth it for the photo I just put in Discord. <laughs> the, uh, the yeah, Craig looking inside the, yeah, uh, the looking laptop. longingly inside. Oh, the the, the little wake from sleep thing. I yeah, love it so much. Cute. Oh my gosh, I'm just gonna make. That's just meme bait, mm-hmm. like no meme bait ever. I love it. Yeah, and the the, the sleepy time music. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was uh, uh, Barry White music. <laughs> yeah. Barry, uh, it was Barry White, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, very sexy. Well, all right. Uh, stories like this are on Daily Tech News Show, but not today. Uh, again, off for Veterans Day. Uh, veterans have a, a wonderful day and know that they're, you know, no tech news for you. <laughs> Their tech news is safe in the hands of Thursday. Well, the, the tech news is there, just just not the 30-minute discussion of it, but we'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Tom, anything else you'd like to mention before you go? I would like to mention... That I need some more coffee. No, oh. uh, I, I, <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm doing NaNoWriMo, and kind of all my head uh, is there. But 
I'm going, I'm, you know what? I'm making this decision right now as I'm talking. I am going to put the Google Doc that I am writing my NaNoWriMo in with all of its misspellings and uh, and and horrible errors available to my writer's Patreon. So if you want to wow. follow along as I'm writing The Adventures of Captain Min this month, uh, go to patreon.com slash acedetect. So there's your first quest is spell acedetect, A-C-E-D-T-E-C-T. Uh, and if you sign up, uh, you, I will post today a link to that doc so you can see uh, see as I'm writing what progress I'm making. That's awesome. I love it. Tom brave, does this every brave man. Yeah, he's very yes. brave. I will immediately regret this, I'm sure. <laughs> but now I've said it. Uh, he said it. It's done. Now hold him his feet to the fire. Tom Merritt, everybody. Ace Detect on Twitter. Have a fantastic day. We'll see you later. Thanks, y'all. Bye now. Yeah, Veterans Day. We probably could have taken it off. I didn't think about it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we could have. We could have. Right. But uh, I'm taking Saturday, next week Tom off. Tom and so. I are doing a thing. On, yeah, you're taking a whole week. Yeah. Uh, so. Saturday, Tom and I are doing a whole thing for um, Ashley Johnson and uh, Brian Inman. Oh right, yeah. Jason Inman. Jeez, um, gotta get their names right. Brian Inman. Uh, Redshirt Diaries crew for uh, for their charity thing, their charity stream, which is going to be really really cool. Yeah, they're great. I love those guys. They are great. It's going to be good. Um, she still calls me Space Dad, and I love that. Yeah. Which which is accurate. It's sweet. Um, I'm angry space Romulan, probably, but <laughs> <laughs> Romulan Commander Brian Ibbett. All right, right. we're uh, gonna call Nicole. Uh, I've not heard anything, so I assume we're good. Uh, Ashley Robinson. I said Ashley Johnson. That's funny. I put a Brian instead of a Jason, and I put a Johnson instead of a Robinson. Ashley Robinson and Brian Inman. Holy crap! Well, J- Ashley sorry, Jason Inman or Jason. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Ashley Robinson's my, the... Uh, my correction needs a correction. She's that great <laughs> video game voice actor, also a member of Critical Role and all that. She's very cool. Yes, Nothing wrong with Ashley she's Johnson. great. She's absolutely great. All right. We're going to do this now. That's right. Nicole Spaggs here from Colorado also. And uh, she's it's muted. Me. Oh, no, you're not muted. You're here. I hear you. I'm here. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're totally here. Hi. A little sunshine on your face. Yeah. yeah. I was like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> could, you, could you see? Could you see anything? Sure you're getting your vitamin going. D. Yeah, I can, yeah, there's nothing really on it. Let's see if I fix okay. that. Ah, that's better. Oh, that's a little better. Okay. All right. Either way, we were we were happy. Uh, we're just happy to have you here. It's time for recommendals. We take stuff off streaming services and recommend them. And sometimes not to you, the fine listener, and we play clips to do it. So let's get to it, Brian. Let's do your clips first. Uh, you have sure. Two, you have two here. I see it once again. Let's. I have two. Yeah. Uh, this first one is a series, a brand new series on Netflix. Oh, all right. Well, on that note, let's play the Ooh, clip. Not, not the one I have. Hopefully not. Uh, I should say mini series on Netflix. Oh, okay. Here we go. Why, hello, Beth. Why, hello, Benny. I read about your game of board golf. That must have felt terrible. I felt like a fool. I know that feeling. Helpless. It all goes and you just push wood. Who have you got up first? Ben Freddy. That shouldn't take too long. Highest rated players in the whole f-ing country. Oh, and yet here we so are at some second rate university playing on cheap plastic boards with cheap plastic pieces you should see the places they play in the soviet union i'm planning on it you have to get past me first i'm planning on that too so this is that uh this <laughs> is <laughs> green sleeves 
But, or not, that's not it. What's no. the name of it? Queen's uh, Gambit, isn't it? That's yeah. Like yes. So this is, chick, is. This, is that, this is future Furiosa, or sorry, past Furiosa, up against Dursley's, right. the Dursley kid, right? Isn't that who that is? Sort of, well, yeah. that in that clip was uh, the little kid from Love Actually, the, oh. the kid who uh, woos the singer at the very, the very blonde. end. The blonde kid, um, who these days looks like a young David Spade and apparently likes to drop F-bombs that, that <laughs> slipped right by me when I was <laughs> putting that clip together. Um, but yeah, the Dursley kids in there, um, and I, you know, you call her future Furiosa. I call her current, um, the uh, magic oh. Ilyana Rasputin from, uh, the new mutants. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Um, right. I forgot about that. Yes. She's, She's great. great. Anya Taylor joy is uh, who I'm talking about. And yes, the show is the queen's gambit and this is excellent. It's a, uh, a seven episode mini series that you will want to just devour because it's so good. It is uh, all about a uh, a chess prodigy, this this orphan uh, named Beth, who um, you know grows up in an orphanage and is taught chess by the janitor in the basement, um, who's a chess master himself, and uh, becomes one of the greatest chess players in the world. There are, I think, there are aspects of this that are based on real life, but for the most part, I, I'm pretty sure this is a fictional uh, story. Um, but she's Anna, Anya Taylor Joy is just fantastic in this. Has to deal with some, um, uh, some some addiction issues. Her character does some uh, um, parent issues, obviously because she's an orphan. It's really really good. Um, man, I don't want to give anything away, but it it makes you it makes you want to play chess. And the chess world is looking at this thing and saying, "Yeah, this is accurate." chess that they're playing and the things that they're doing and and um the ways that they're playing this isn't like all right well cameras are rolling let's go move pieces it's Mm -hmm. it's um they they really learn their their skills and uh use real techniques do you think her parents both had eyes the size of like dishes and that's why she has such big i think so i think her parents were um uh were like admiral akbar and uh And uh, the woman who owned the bar in, uh, in I mean, it's, it's striking. It's striking her eyes, but yeah. they, but they, and they're not, I mean, it's not ugly or anything to make fun of, but they're so, mm-hmm. they are, they're big. They're big eyes. They are big. They're big. And what's funny, you look at the, the roles that she plays and, you know, stuff like magic and, and uh, Emma in that movie called Emma. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was just called Emma because that actually has a period in the title. But um, making it a period piece just dawned on me. Boom. But uh, you look at her her role that she plays in um, the new Dark Crystal uh, series, and it's almost like they, they modeled <laughs> all, all right. of the, the puppets after Anya Taylor-Joy. <laughs> yeah, she's got quite a look, and I cannot wait for her turn as Furiosa. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I need to see The Witch, because apparently she that was kind of her breakthrough role. Oh, was, yeah, The uh, Vavitch is awesome. I the, think the, I recommended it here. It's scary. Uh-huh. That's that's yeah. a one that'll stick with you. That one sticks to your gums. Cool. It's a gnarly movie. It's good, though. Cool. It's really good. All right. All right, Brian, number two. Um, Any setup? Great. Yes. Number two is a film. Oh, a film. Here we go. A film. This is my daughter, Shannon Maria Gilbert. There's one here for every day that she's missing. What was she doing in a gated community, a hundred miles away from home in the middle of the night? My daughter didn't run away. She's missing. 
Her last contact with anyone was to 911. What happened? I'm just a driver. I wait in my car, and that's all I do. Honestly, who spends this much time looking for a missing hooker? While searching for a missing girl, one of our officers located four bodies. What's over there? Tell me right now, damn it! What did you find? It's not your daughter, Mrs. Gilbert, which is why it's important that you don't talk to the media. Weird. I don't know what this is. This is a movie called Lost Girls, which just landed on uh, Netflix. We wear the... Whoops, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to click uh, that. Sorry. Lost Girls. Keep going. Yes, they did a they did a theatrical release in March. We can probably guess how that went. And uh, now it's available on Netflix. Um, that's uh, Amy Ryan that you're hearing in there. Amy Ryan, who you remember is one of uh, uh, Michael Scott's girlfriends on The Office. The, the the cute one that moves away to another location and heads up a different oh, branch. From yeah. Scranton. They would do like, that's what she said together. And exactly. Yeah. She had his exact sense of humor and, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, was a perfect match. Um, uh, you'll, you also heard Gabriel Byrne in that, uh, clip, un- unmistakable voice of Gabriel Byrne, who I just love. Mm-hmm. And you also heard Dean Winters, who you probably know is the guy who uh, plays mayhem in the all state insurance commercials. The guy that, <laughs> oh, that yeah. destroys everything. <laughs> See, I look at him as, uh, one of the characters from Brooklyn Oz. Night. Yeah, from Oz. Oh, Oz. No, Oz. Yeah, Oz. I always Oz think of Oz as well. Ryan O'Reilly and Roz. Yeah. In Oz, yes. Yeah. Roz. That's how I always think of as well. He's so, <laughs> Ryan O'Reilly and Roz. Whenever I see those commercials, I'm like, just put him back in his cell. We quit making some <laughs> <laughs> and then, then the the other guy from Oz, uh, who what was the drumming movie that he did? Oh, oh uh, you mean uh, he's uh, talking Whiplash? about Spider Man's Whiplash? Boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does JK the farm, Simmons. the farmers insurance. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. JK Simmons. So it's like all the actors from Oz find their find a, find their way to insurance advertising. <laughs> insurance advertising. Yeah. Or or the Ghostbusters because uh, what's his name's in there? Ernie Hudson. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> right. He, uh, anyway, so that's. Uh, uh, so Lost Girls is the story of um, Amy Ryan and her missing daughter, who may have been an escort. Yes, sure enough, she was an escort. Mm. Um, this is based on a real story, the um, the Long Island South Shore Barrier uh, murders that uh, uh, took place, committed by the Long Island serial killer. Um, she is uh, upset with how the, the local police are handling her case and not doing enough, and uh, because of the fact that she is a sex worker. And so she kind of goes on her own mission to to locate her daughter and find out what happened to her. And like I said, this is still this is based on a um a true story, an unsolved American mystery. Interesting. And she this by the way, this director, uh Liz Garber, I Liz think is her name. Garbus. Garbus? Garbus? She's Garbus. mostly known for documentaries. I've seen a bunch of them. She's, that's hmm. almost entirely what she does as documentary. She made one, in fact, about the history of chess, which is called the history. She did of chess. Bobby Fisher against the world. Yeah, yeah, that one as well. Um, so that's funny that your two recommendals have this weird kind of <laughs> have a little bit of a chess connection. Yeah, but it's, I always find it interesting when a documentarian, who that's primarily what they do. I always find it interesting when they'll do a drama, you know. Or, or, yeah, and and it, this feels like the natural extension of going from documentary to a drama based on a true story and real events. Yeah. Like it's, it's a, it's not as big a step as going from documentary to a sci-fi film or something like that. Right. Didn't, uh, what's his name? The German dude. Um, he's in, he's in Mandalorian. Uh, Werner oh, Herzog did uh, a, Werner Herzog, yeah. he did a documentary about dudes that escaped in the war or something. And then he mm. turned around and did a live action 
dramatization of the exact same thing. Now that's the weird combo when the same director does both your does, dramatic adaptation yeah. and your documentary. Hey, that's probably even better because you know they've got the they've got the knowledge behind it from doing the documentary. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. so anyway, this is called Lost Girls. It's on Netflix as well, and um, uh, highly recommended as well. It's a dark, it's a dark film, um, but man, it is so beautifully acted and and uh, um, heartbreaking and um, and suspenseful. Nice. Uh, I'm going to check it out now. I will play this clip. We saved Nicole for last because she's the best. That's why we do that. Mm-hmm. That's right. Exactly. Uh, so here's my first thing that I'm going to not recommend, and it will be very brief. All right. I, was, I wanted to recommend it, but I can't. Here it is. We wear these masks to commemorate those who paved the way and purged before it was legal. They risked their freedom because they knew the incredible, life-changing, healing power. All right, it's the, it's the uh, Purge series. It's the Purge? It's the, it, well, it's the series, not the movie. So oh, okay. there's a series, and it's on, I don't know who did it, um, but I watched the first three episodes, and I really liked the first episode. Setup was pretty strong. And I love the concept of the Purge movies as a fun thriller, you know. Mm-hmm. Sci-fi, what-if kind sure, of Sure, what-if kind of scenario, that kind of stuff I'm yeah. into. And the first episode sets up some interesting stuff and some interesting characters. And then by episode two, it goes full schlock and it's just bad. Mm. And I feel bad about it, even bringing it up, because many of you probably heard Purge and went, whatever, I'm not watching that. I think they had an opportunity here. And maybe it gets way better toward the end, but I don't think I've got the gumption to get through it. So What's the, what's the uh, title and where is it streaming? It's called The Purge. Uh, and the series, hold on, Purge Series Network. I can't remember where this was or where I saw it. Um, a not a clarin, not a mental. Not, not a mental. It's a, uh, it's a USA. Rectamental. It's a USA network thing, and it's on Netflix currently in its first okay. season. So I don't know if there are other seasons or not, but that's definitely I've, there. I've never seen a single Purge film, but you've told me that, that there are a couple that are actually worth checking out yeah right? i like two two uh, with the two? guy that played okay. skull or crossbones the character you just painted oh right right he's grillo. in it uh frank Whatever's frank grillo frank grillo is it grillo yeah that's what it seems i think like. i think that sounds right um do i need to have seen the purge one to to enjoy purge two not for me or i would say no because that's what i actually did i hadn't seen the first but i saw that second one and i just really got behind yeah. his character and him trying to get away and get to you know save people and i don't know there was something there was something genuine in about the second film. I haven't seen anything beyond that. And okay. I always, but even watching the second film, I was like, this would be a cool series if they could figure out a way to do it. Eh, it's just not the best effort. Really? Yeah. Some of the okay. cameras feel like they're someone's phone. I don't, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> speaking <laughs> speaking of shows that are like, uh, yeah, maybe poor timing. Yeah. I, I yeah. know we were talking about it on Twitter. There was um, somebody that was asking us if we had seen a UK version of, was it U- Utopia? Oh, Utopia. Yeah. So um, there is an Amazon Prime show called Utopia that came out during lockdown. And it was mm-hmm. about a new virus. <laughs> and I watched the first episode and I said, no, thanks. Mm. <laughs> Don't need this in my life right now. Wow. Um, I think. <laughs> but it's trying, called Utopia. Yeah. Um, let's see. Group of strangers find themselves in possession of an original manuscript. Lives suddenly and brutally implode. So different. Yeah. So that's, different. That's Utopia. the one I watched. Oh, he, it is. So that's the one yes. that was. That's the one he linked that he recommended. Well, to maybe me, they remade it for the U.S. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. 
because uh, the one well, no, I, I mean, he sent me a link to the British one with a guy wearing a yellow, a yellow jumper. Because <laughs> right, that's not the one that came out during the lockdown. Oh, the one oh that came gotcha. Down, oh, okay. During the lockdown has John Cusack in it. Has Rain Wilson. Like that's why I was gotcha. like, Ooh. but then I start watching it and I was like. Mm-mm, no. Okay, so that's can, the one you watch really is the one this. to avoid. This the <laughs> well, especially since we're it, it just was too close to home. Yeah. Like if you like outbreak during a pandemic, mm-hmm. watch Utopia on Amazon mm. Prime because mm. it's all about like the government and hidden messages and just, how do you, how do you feel about the stand? I know you're a fan of Stephen King and the yeah. stand, but how do you feel about its core issue, which is this all started with a nasty virus. You're going to be okay right. when that series comes I, out. I don't know. <laughs> I'm see. I read and I've watched the the Rob Lowe version of that already. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Rob Lowe so one is, kinda... is a decent attempt, and I've read the book five times. But this new series, I'm pretty excited about. But it's coming at a time that's a little weird, right? Right. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I'm read I'm, the I'm, room, I'm all in, guys. But, yeah, read the room. Um, I'm still going to watch it though. Even if I read the room. Anyway, uh, excellent. So here is the one I'm going to recommend. And I've only seen one episode because that's all it's available as uh, streaming for, I shouldn't say for free, but as standard streaming on Prime. They use the first episode to hook you in to then subscribe to Showtime. Uh, and I may do it just for this show. I know, Brian, you're already subscribed to Showtime, so this actually be good yeah, for you. Yeah, you CBS All Access, yeah. I don't normally do that, but... Um, because I just don't think Showtime has a lot of stuff I want, but I loved this. Here's my clip. You get away from me. That's a hell of a way to treat your third cousin. Fourth. Third cousin. My Aunt Stella and your Uncle Bill share the second cousin, Melly, Jamie's daughter. Uncle Bill's nephew from his mom's sister, Stella. Stella was my cousin, Melly's second cousin, making Stella your third. No, no, that put my Uncle Jim back behind my uncles, Lucas and Fergus, but before my uncles, Lucas and Kurt. Exactly. That makes Uncle Bill and Aunt Stella first cousin, which makes you and me third cousin. So I'm asking, why are you treating your third cousin this way? I don't give a damn if he was Jesus Christ and my son put together. I don't know nothing about Bill John Brown. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, light, is that uh, Keith David, by the way? It is Keith David. In a lighter moment. Be, yeah. I was going to say, boy, that Keith David would be the only thing that makes me want to watch it based on that clip. <laughs> <laughs> He's really good in it. Um, it's brief yeah. in this first episode. But, of course, again, I'm only seeing the first episode. But I'm already completely hooked by the way that they're doing this. This is called uh, The Good Lord Bird. And it's a weird title. Oh, but ch- what? Ethan Hawke. Yeah, Ethan Hawke. And by the way, Hawkins. Ethan Hawke. Holy <laughs> freaking crap, Ethan Hawke is good in this. Like, not what I expected from Ethan Hawke at all. This reminds me of like, uh, oh, you know when you see a role in, with someone, you just never expect them to just kill it and they end up just killing it. Mm-mm. It's like mm-hmm. uh, T- Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder or something like that. Or um, Tom oh, Cruise just, in Tropic Thunder. Yeah, have you ever seen Tropic Thunder, the bald guy at the end ranting in the TV oh, station The thing. director, yeah. That's okay. him. Um, but but it's one of those turns where you're just like, wow, like re- I cannot believe it's like Funny. it's how I feel about like the Homelander actor who I'd only seen on Banshee before this, oh, and now suddenly yeah. he's like, holy crap, Homelander, he's great. Anyway, we actually just watched something else that had Keith David in it um, last night that I thought you recommended when it was in theaters. The Nice Guys, the Russell Crow. Oh um, yeah, yeah, with um, Russell Crow and Gosling, Ryan Gosling, Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I yeah. like that yeah. movie. He's good. in that one too, and he's great. That was a um, what's his name joint who made the third Iron Man movie. Uh, can't think of his name. Anyway, that guy. Anyway, yeah. anyway, uh, Shane Black. Ethan Hawke is mind blowing in this, and 
he plays the main character who is John Brown. This is a, a mini, a limited mini series. So it's not like, you know, a single series. There's no multiple seasons or anything. Um, but I think I'm going to get the rest of it because I loved it so much. Anyway, it's about Ethan Hawke's character, John Brown, who is a real a real person in the old timey West who was a preacher, a really fiery sort of, you know, blood and thunder kind of preacher that would also roll around with a gang that would just like kill people <laughs> Oh God! Uh, wow. Who were like slave? Uh, who liked slavery? If you were into slavery and were not an abolitionist, he was. He would go around and hunt you down and find you. And this is that. Um, <laughs> there's this kid in here named Onion slash uh, Henry Shackelford. Uh, in the real life, his name is Joshua Caleb Johnson. He's amazing. Uh, this this uh, young African American kid just blew my mind in this role. Um, amazing cast. Everybody's great. But holy Schmidt, is Ethan Hawke insane in this? It's really, really great. David Morris Didn't is in this. he produce this, too? I was reading an Entertainment Weekly article. Interview. Yeah, he I wrote he wrote it, created it, and stars and produced it. He's It's like his pet project, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it shows, like, the passion on screen is unbelievable. And like I said, only an episode in, but thus far, I think this is one of my favorite things I've seen this year, and I can't wait to watch the rest of it. So it's called The Good Lord Bird. Amazon Prime has the first episode for free. And uh, uh, Prime Video, that is. And the rest of it, if you have some kind of sub to um, uh, Showtime, you can get the rest of it. And I'm going to do that because I liked it that much. It's very, very good. Uh, and, cool. and at moments, funny. And at moments, heartbreaking. And at moments, kind of a little bit of Tarantino style. Like, the music isn't quite from the era. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of an example of this. I guess this happened in either... Django Unchained or uh, maybe Hateful Eight, but there was some music that was used that was like from the 60s, but they used it as if it was part of this 1800s tale or whatever. There's some of that going on, big title cards all in yellow. Like there's definitely an influence there from the the Tarantino sort of Western thing, which I'm a big fan of. So anyway, if it sounds good to you, you might like it too. It's called The Good Lord Bird. And you'll find out in episode one what the hell that even means. It'll make sense to you. Okay, Nicole, we saved the best oh. for last. Let's find oh. out what you got. Well, I I started off um, looking for a way to stream a movie online with a bunch of kids. And <laughs> it brought me to Amazon Watch Party. Have you guys tried out Amazon Watch Party yet? I've yet Not to yet. do it, but yeah. So I, I tried it out and I picked uh, the first episode of the show I'm going to recommend because after the first episode, I was hooked. So if you follow me on Twitter, you already know what it is. So I'm going to give you the quick clip. All right. Here we go. Playing it now. Gus Roberts. You are my number one installer. And who better to train up more Gus Robertses than Gus Roberts himself? The last thing I need is some clueless millennial mouth breather cluttering up my van. Elton, I really should have asked you to wait outside. Hello. We're here to fix your broadband. Ever had a paranormal experience? This is my YouTube channel. Most haunted institute of the criminally insane. 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 I don't want anything to do with ghosts ever again. Oh, I think I'm being chased by ghosts. This is this the new? Huh. Uh, uh, oh, that voice is so familiar. I tried not. I'm trying you not heard, to look at it. Uh, Nick Frost. Nick Frost. Okay, Nick so this Frost. is the new. Okay. Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. Oh, really? Okay. Wow. What's it called? This is the new uh, comedy series called Truth Seekers. 
You can watch the first season on Amazon Prime right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it so much. <laughs> it's so huh. just I like fun, scary. Mm. I don't like scary, scary. I don't like gory, scary. I like fun, mm-hmm. scary. Mm-hmm. And this is fun, scary. So uh, Nick Frost is uh, he works at a broadband company called Smile. Simon Pegg is his boss. And he is also a paranormal seeker and he has a youtube channel called truth seekers Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that he and he gets a new kind of uh trainee who is elton john and he is elton john his name's elton john (laughs) okay but not played by not actually played by okay so um nick frost's character is kind of training uh elton john but There's weird stuff that's happening, like ghosts are coming, like they're they're just seeing a lot more paranormal stuff and like the way that they kind of plant a seed in like episode one and then episode two becomes about that. And it's kind of how uh also, um, oh god, what's the movie? Uh Clockwork Orange. Oh, Malcolm mm. McDowell. He's in it. Yeah. He's so, great. I love him in stuff like he's, new stuff. I do too, yeah. yeah. He's eats great. up the screen whenever he's on. Yeah, never. So I old. highly recommend it. It's so fun. I love it. It's spooky and weird, and it's just it's a good it's a good time. I saw this advertised a while ago and thought, oh yeah, I'm all in. And I thought it was just one of their movie collaborations, and I didn't realize no, it's they were a doing show. a whole series. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm so in. I tried out Amazon uh, Watch Party with it. I didn't realize that if you ha- also have to the person joining you has to have an Amazon Prime account, oh, yeah, which sure. kind of blows it blows honestly. but think i mean you if you think about it yeah otherwise people would exploit it and everybody just watch it like oh amazon. hey well I'll, I'll, we'll all share five uh you know all five of us will share one amazon yeah. prime account yeah. i'm just trying to make it easy for kids to join and watch like free birds or stupid sure. you know kids movie sure. Sure. so in i can't send that out to the kids because they, they're not going to have amazon prime so mm. instead i found an alternative <laughs> called cast Ooh. K-A-S-T dot G-G. And it allows you to make watch parties and it integrates with um, like Tubi. Cast with a C? And YouTube. Is it cast with a C or a K? I'm showing it a K. K. K K-A-S-T dot G-G. Okay. It's a a pretty, I've tried it out. It's really easy to use. Uh, Your parties are private. You have like a, you know, URL to invite. Then the person who's controlling it can let them in. Um, There's a premium version, which I'm actually thinking about doing. Mm. Um, It's, it's, it's like 44 bucks a year or something like that. Mm -hmm. But a really slick uh, program to create watch parties um, without having an Amazon prime account. Interesting. (laughs) I'm looking at this here. And it looks like it would work for anything, not just Amazon, right? This would work mm. for Netflix and everything else. You can share your screen. You, I mean, there's ways around it. So. <laughs> Are these guys like offshore you somewhere? Have ways where, of getting around. Yeah. Are these guys offshore someplace where nobody can get to them? I or don't think or? so. I, I don't know. It, it's, <laughs> I got an email from them. They were Come saying, "Come to our website on Cayman Islands, where you can share any movie. You <laughs> any want. movie what you want." <laughs> Watch party with everything. Even movies haven't been released yet. I'll do the legit stuff because you you can. It's embedded in where you can search YouTube for something, or you can search Tubi, which they have a ton of stuff on Tubi for free to watch. So, oh, they're in Helsinki, Finland. I don't know what that means, but whatever. 
So I'm going to mess with this. This seems neat. So, it's, it's, so tell me is. the difference between premium is you only get so many times you can use it or something. So no, no, no. I think because you can have up to a hundred people in your watch party. Um, oh. I think without paying, they serve ads. So oh. it'll remove the ads. There's a few things, um, but I was playing around it f- with it for a while and it was, I didn't get any ads, but I also didn't stream a movie sure. for an hour. Sure, sure. Um, okay, I, I'm going to try that. Actually, it seems like this yeah. might be legit. It's there's some articles on Wired talking about it, and mm-hmm. it's I mean, legit in a sense. Like, I don't think anybody Amazon's probably not happy about this thing existing. I have to think. <laughs> but uh, right. Chrome, it looks well, like it'll work in Chrome and Edge. They also, if you do the premium membership, they also have a larger category mm-hmm. of movies that you can stream. Mm-hmm. So I guess Cast has licensed certain movies to play within the the program okay interesting i wonder how to so. get around that uh they so it doesn't work on firefox or safari uh just so people know you got to use it yeah i was i was only using chrome yeah It'll, and edge will work as well i guess microsoft edge so if you got that on windows mm-hmm. you'll be fine. brave since that's a, an offshoot of chrome as well yeah, yeah that should work anything that's chromium based chromium. should work mm-hmm. work i don't know why well whatever i like firefox a lot so it bugs me I, i'm just good. looking for ways to like do more interaction like the kid, we have a ton of remote kids. Honestly, we were probably going to go remote pretty soon. And just looking for ways to like, hey, kids, come together and we can talk and watch this movie and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, I love that stuff. I mean, the concept of the way that they do it on Twitch is amazing, but it does mm-hmm. have that tie in of like, well, you're better. And you can only use, and Prime's the only one you can use. Yeah. And I, I could use like YouTube Live, but I, I don't want to do any of that. I, like, I want it, I don't know. I, I need yeah. it. Plus, if you do private. YouTube Live, they'll shut and there's you down. A, there's also, and there's a, there is a lag. So we do watch parties for the woodworking projects that we're about to release in the guild, and there's always like a lag in the audio versus what's showing on the screen. Mm. Someone in the so, chat just mentioned yeah. uh, you can do this stuff if you know what you're doing. You can do watch-alongs in Discord. I hadn't even thought of that. Because then you can oh, have yeah, whatever right, private group right. you want. Ah, I'm going to have to play Screen with that. Share. Mm, wow. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I mean, and it gets down to like the syncing, right? Right. Yes, right. Making sure everybody's watching the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And that's with Amazon Prime and the watch parties. You already have access to it. So you're probably playing your own copy on your computer. Right. Right, right, I'm right. guessing that's how it's working. Discord should Who be knows? pretty close to real time on Discord. I don't know. I have to figure it out. But yeah. Uh, True Seekers nice. on Amazon Prime is wonderful, highly recommended, very funny, lighthearted, a little spooky at times. But 100% going to watch scary. that. Fun, I, scary. I don't even yeah. like ghost stuff mostly, but I love those two and I love their work. So mm-hmm. I, this is a no Very hot fuzz feel to it. Good. Perfect. Because I love hot yeah, fuzz. I'd I expect nothing else with the right? with that pedigree. Yeah. A lot of people, I know there's a lot of, there's a lot to love from those two, but I still say hot fuzz is my favorite thing they ever did. I love it. It's my favorite. Um, all right, uh, Nicole, cool. these are all good lists. Hey, oh yeah, go are ahead. You looking forward to game night? Uh, oh, I am. This Saturday we're doing game this night. This Saturday, yes. yeah, we're gonna. Yes. I'm gonna try a new service that does mm-hmm. this that that actually hosts the game. So I was waiting for because uh, you get a seven day trial. So I was waiting to set it up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be within our <laughs> yeah. So we can try it out. I'm excited. It'll be Very it'll be fun. We're gonna this, try yes. this remote game night with with how many couples we have? Three couples. Four. Uh, yeah, four, four couples we can have total. up to eight people, so it'll be mm-hmm. eight of us. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be rad. It's going to be you and Mark, uh, Brian and Tina, yeah. me and Kim. I love and talking about something that the audience can't be part of. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah, here you go, audience. You can't <laughs> hey, come Lord, and watch. But you know what? We'll give you a report on the service if, if it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing stopping us. Somebody could stream something from their end if they wanted to off a camera. That's or true. That's oh, true. I don't know if anyone would enjoy it. watching I'm not doing it. it. You can do it. <laughs> I was planning on playing shirtless, though. So, uh, oh, yeah, that's how Brian plays is shirtless. I forgot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only way I can play Catan. Yeah. Don't let that third nipple <laughs> frighten you, you guys. It's just that he's a normal guy otherwise, oh, yeah. all right? Three yeah. nipples, no big deal. Well, I, I do the uh, and ticket to ride because I stick the cards on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that's good. Uh, all right. Well, Nicole, as always, a pleasure. Follow her on Twitter. Uh, that's over at Nicole Spag. She'll list out the stuff we talked about today, and you can go watch it for your own self. <laughs> I write them down on a post-it note. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> that's so old school. Analog Twitter. There you go. <laughs> I can only fit 288 characters on there. <laughs> Nicole, have a wicked Bye. couple of days till we see you on Saturday. Bye now. See ya. So we're not doing, are we doing Jackbox stuff then? Or what are we? Uh, no, I, we I, think, it's, talk about it, this I think it's different. Like it's tabletop stuff. Okay. I'm, I'm super curious about it. I'm down for any out. of it, really. I mean, but. Yeah, I just want to hang out. So mm-hmm. whatever. All right. Uh, I think it's going to be Monopoly, Scott. I think we're just going to play one long game of Monopoly. Oh, Brian, I just remembered. I have a thing I have to do. <laughs> uh, no, even if it was that, I'd play with you guys. Um, all right. That's it for the show. Thank you all for joining us. And I would just like to say thank you to all our patrons who support the show, because without you, uh, we literally can't do the show. So huge thanks to all of you and if you haven't done it yet now's the time it's never too late don't feel like you're you know it's not weird there's no guilt if you show up late it's totally fine even a buck a month would be an amazing thing come take advantage of our naivete and only give us a dollar a month for 16 episodes for real that's right uh you get bonus content all kinds of rad stuff over there so check it out patreon.com slash tms for everything else you need to know about finding us requesting songs uh sending emails finding us on twitter all of it is at frogpants.com slash tms the tradition states right here on paper that Brian has to play a song now before we go. This is our, our non-fiduciary uh, compulsory uh, requirement. By the yeah. way, one more quick uh, reminder that uh, no shows next week. Just because if we keep reminding you, then it'll sink in to those of you who usually post on Twitter, how come no show? Yeah, exactly. So no shows next week. I'm going to be on a mini vacation with my wife. And yes. I'm not going to be here. I'll be so. on a maxi vacation with my wife. <laughs> Whoa. All which right is all then. the protection of a full-size mini. But uh, It has wings. It has wings. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's get to a cover. This one actually was requested by Robert Ryland, who uh, is a frequent requester, who doesn't send me any real message to go with it other than, dude, this song's great. Check it out. So, dude, you're right. And absolutely. Um, this is brand spanking new. And um, and I love it. It is a cover of the Queen song "Under Pressure," performed by Willie Nelson, whose voice may be getting a little hoarse, but still just keeps adding more and more character to his sound. And Karen O from the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, uh, "Under Pressure." Here's Karen O and Willie Nelson. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow for Thursday's TMS.
what the world is about Watching some good friends screaming to let me out Pray tomorrow gets me higher Pressure all people People on streets But it don't work Keep coming up with love But it's so slashed and torn Why, 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 why
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I like to eat!